Hey all, spring is here and a lot of people are getting out of their funk. It's this time of the year where we all want to feel better physically, mentally, and emotionally now that the days are longer and that heavy coat is not needed as much. Head on over to deepeningyourroots.com to check out information on nutrition consulting, my intuitive 90-day transformation program, and to see what I've been up to. There, you can set up a discovery call where we can talk about your health goals and how to make them happen. Again, visit me at deepeningyourroots.com and I will see you there. If you need extra support and deepening your intuition around your eating habits and learning the basics of nutrition, please visit me at deepeningyourroots.com. There, you can check out information on nutrition consulting, my intuitive 90-day transformation program, and see what I've been up to. You can even set up a discovery call where we can talk about your health goals and how to make them happen. Again, visit me at deepeningyourroots.com and I will see you there. Hey, lovies, how have you been? How's the weather been in your area? And Cincinnati, it's been amazing. (laughs) And also, how have you been with yourself lately? Have you been kind to yourself? Kid you not, I recently just had a friend voice message me telling me how she ate a ton of Oreos knowing that she was physically stuffing her emotions and that she just didn't fucking care. (laughs) And then she ended up with a tummy ache, which she also knew was going to happen. And sprinkled in that message was, I know you're going to yell at me. (laughs) Like I haven't done that shit before. So long story short, if you're not feeling kind to yourself at all, ever, or lately, or, you know, anytime, reach out to me. I want to know. I want to I wanna listen, talk you through it, because I'm not one to judge. I may laugh along with you, though. And bonus points if you can actually identify your feelings and your thoughts behind these feelings while you're inhaling a sleeve of Oreos. You're going to stop doing it one day, even if you just simply, simply stop doing it as much. It means the moon and back to me though, when people think of me while they're engaging in toxic nutritional behaviors. (laughs) Like, hey, let me get to the store and get me some gluten-free Oreos so misery can be company. And then we can talk about it. Just kidding, though that does sound amazing. So that said, let's talk about the dark side of intuition because my new favorite thing is hearing everyday people and especially medical professionals and fellow coaches talk shit about intuition. It's really something people can misinterpret and I get it. I mean, what do you think of intuition as being? Anyone? What are your thoughts when you think of the word intuition? I recently watched a functional medical practitioner on IGTV slam coaches who encourage intuitive eating and how this practitioner noticed intuitive being intuitive eating being utilized was 
in a way that was cut and dry. Eat until you feel full. Don't eat if you're not hungry. And really, if the only way that intuitive eating was utilized was to turn off our brains and on for just wanting to eat, this person is completely correct. I'd be enraged too. In fact, those criticizing the notion of intuition and health often interpret the notion as cut and dry. Turn off the facts, just go with your gut. Though in their defense, there are some coaches out there who may not have had the proper training to be a coach in the area of nutrition. So they're focusing on intuition only versus using it as a tool after developing a solid informational base around nutrition, which is dangerous. There is more to intuitive eating and intuition in general than the cut and dry. Because in my own coaching practice, I wrap a cocoon of nutritional basics and self-love habits around my client for at least the first two to three sessions before we start stretching those intuitive muscles. Focusing solely on intuition is like making your baby walk before they can crawl. Oxford languages say that intuition is the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. It also gives the definition that it's an actual thing that one knows or considers likely from instinctive feeling rather than conscious reasoning. So yeah, I get why people hate on the word intuition. It sounds woo as fuck. People need reasons because we're taught that the truth can only be scientific. I mean, Tony Braxton needed one good reason why she should believe you and her song, You Mean the World to Me. Hoopa sing for crying out loud, literally, belts out, I'm not a perfect person, and the lyrics to the reason. People have their reasons. They need to reason. They need to rationalize. Reasons also result from external circumstances. Intuition, however, comes from within. Intuition comes from that internalized trust you have with yourself that you can't qualify or quantify on paper. You can't run data on feelings as easily as reasonings. Because on the other hand as well, when you look at intuition, you have Savage Garden talking about how they knew they loved you before they met you. (laughs) And that's made out to sound creepy, romantic and creepy. However, the early 80s band Lynx, yes, I'm going there, sang about how they wished they knew how to use their intuition. Well, everyone around them knew what was up. And that's what should be normalized regarding intuition. How when you see the facts and your gut hits you in a way that you can't ignore. When you use your intuition, you allow yourself to get out of the fight or flight state of rapid fire searching for the truth. And you put yourself in a grounded state of unlocking your mind to see all the layers of the truth staring you in the face. Yes, I'm talking about using your parasympathetic nervous system versus your sympathetic nervous system, y'all. But more and more, science is actually indirectly backing up the notion of intuition. 
There's a new study that came out in the in the March 25th issue of Frontiers in Psychiatry. Yes, psychiatry, where researchers at the University of California San Diego School of Medicine investigated the connection between, and I'm citing from an article from neurosciencenews.com, wisdom and loneliness. These researchers found that wisdom and loneliness appear to influence and be influenced by the diversity of the gut microbiome. That, quoting the first author of this study, Tanya T. Wen, PhD, found that lower levels of loneliness and higher levels of wisdom, compassion, social support, and engagement were associated with greater phylogenic richness and diversity of the gut microbiome. So another mention of the gut microbiome (laughs) on this podcast, y'all. I honestly love that the gut is getting more attention and research. Just needs to keep on happening. So now we've got to talk about this. (laughs) How were they able to produce these findings was by analyzing the gut microbiota found in fecal samples. Yes, poop. Poop talk, I know. But how this poop was analyzed was that the researchers looked at the ecological richness and the differences in the microbial composition between individuals. The actual mechanisms that link these feelings with the gut microbiome are unknown, however, probably because that's another study in itself. Yet, in a nutshell, this is another study that supports the idea that reduced microbial diversity is representative of reduced or less than optimal physical and mental health, especially in obesity, IBS, and depression. Studies from University of Calgary and University College Cork from the last 20 years have also confirmed that there is a link between gut health and mental health. What that link is, researchers are still investigating it because finite answers are essential. However, I'd like to surmise in my experience in my own life and with my clients that the answer is in the woo that maybe it's not really woo at all and more like secure attachment and the relationship with yourself. Now hear me out on this one. The relationship you have with your food is the relationship you have with yourself. Taking time to know the nutritional basics and applying them to know how uh, and applying them to how they need to be applied according to your lifestyle, that takes intuition. Developing that wisdom, that sense of a secure self, intuition. Good health doesn't solely depend on science you can look through in a test tube. And even if you have a coach or nutritionist telling you what you can and can't put in your mouth, at some point, you'll need to establish trust within yourself to know if What you're doing feels right and fuels you, 
or if you need to make adjustments. It takes time to figure out what that feels like, but it's eventually up to you to figure it out. That ability to understand something immediately, such as understanding if your meal is fueling you or slowing you down without the need for conscious reasoning. Sound familiar? That's literally the definition of intuition. So I urge you to accept that intuition can be the result of knowing yourself through exemplifying a balanced diet in the very least, and at the very best, garnering a strong emotional health and sense of self self as well. I say this to anyone who's looking to up their health game and to the kick-ass professionals out there. My mission is to continue to normalize the notion that while intuition takes time to develop, just as it takes time to develop a healthy lifestyle and nutrition plan, intuition is just as important of a tool to utilize as the nutrition basics. And the research is out there to support this enough to take the darkness out of the concept of intuition enough for it to see and be the light. Hello, everyone. Kara Olker here, intuitive health coach and founder of Deep and Roots Health Coaching. I host my own podcast called Deep and Roots Podcast, and I do it all from Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it truly is the easiest way to make a podcast. And here's why. First off, it's free. Who doesn't love to be able to do things for free? And there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. By the way, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Pretty sweet, eh? It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. I personally love using Anchor to record and upload my podcast episodes. I get to choose my own intro and outro music. In case you were wondering, it's Tropics in the Beats section. And it's very user-friendly for this millennial who can't technology at all. (laughs) It's one and done. Then I schedule my episodes to publish whenever I want them published. For me, I schedule to publish every Friday because who doesn't love Fridays? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello there. You are listening to the Deep End Roots Podcast. My name is Carol Olker. I am an intuitive health coach and the founder of Deep End Roots Health Coaching. Deep and Roots Health Coaching's mission is to help fellow humans define what healthy feels and looks like to them. We root out the nutrition BS and in the process, deepen our intuition. We also focus on the power of thoughts, feelings, and sass because expressing what makes us uniquely ourselves is not an option in my world. Deep and Roots podcast has been created to give listeners an opportunity to connect how life in general can lift up or mess up our own health. Feeling your feelings, dealing with your feelings, and healing with your feelings. Trusting your gut. 
Now that is the beginning of taking control of your life and health in a way that fits you. So let's get started. Welcome to episode 42. 